One of the biggest misconceptions when you are a follower of Christ is that life becomes a whole lot easier when you're a Christian. Huh. I have learned that this is far from the truth. God never promises us a rose garden, a storm-free life. In fact, Jesus made it very clear in John 16, 33, that we would have difficulties and challenges and more to come, and there will be suffering in this world. You're tuned into Adelante with Arlene. Today I'll be speaking on the topic of happiness and joy. Are they the same? Hmm, or are they different? Let's get right into it. I had learned, as many of you might have heard in the church, that happiness is contingent on our circumstances and that the joy of the Lord can forever be present. Well, I started to question this, still with the understanding that many a times we feel happy or we feel sad depending on our circumstances in the natural. Yes, I am aware of that. When I read in the dictionary, actually says that joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness and happiness. Well, let's get into this a little more. We know that God is the true source of happiness, delight and joy. In my curiosity, I did a small little study, read a few articles, found some very credible ones that said that the Hebrew and Greek words, as they're seen in various translations, they interchange joy, there's gladness, merriment, happiness, delight, pleasure. These words have overlapping meanings. And 90% of the Hebrew word that is translated joy overlaps with the one that's translated as gladness or happiness. Hmm. How could this be? Well, seek your happiness in the right place. Seek it in God himself. Americans are the unhappiest that they've been in 50 years, according to the COVID response tracking study conducted in the late May by NORC at the University of Chicago. Only 14% of the respondents said that they were incredibly happy, down 31% from the same period in 2018. In the present time, I'm discovering how I must intentionally make myself happy. Intentionally? Yes. When I start feeling my face droop into a frown, I become intentional and I literally make myself smile. Yes, a forced smile can lead to a mood boost. Smiling elevates our mood and creates a sense of well-being. An article I read in sclhealth.org said, I found this, that smiling does something to the brain. It releases tiny molecules called neuropeptides to help fight off stress. The other neurotransmitters like dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins come to play too. The endorphins act as a mild pain reliever. Mild natural pain reliever. Whereas the serotonin is a antidepressant. So, biblically speaking, how is happiness different from joy? Do they mean the same thing? In my research, I found many articles, even some Christian websites, where the writers felt that there is no difference between both. But, well, there might not be a difference. I did find that happiness and joy, 
well, it's not the same thing in the natural. Even though joy and happiness have a lot in common, one thing they don't have in common is that one is permanent and the other one's fleeting. Joy is permanent, but happiness, again, in the natural, we find according to our circumstances. Now, is that biblical? No, that's the natural perception that we have on what happiness is and what joy is. So let's get going and let's talk more about the word joy. We can have both. We as Christians have joy already because we are saved. How amazing is that, that we have been rescued from the wrath of God who placed it on his only son, Jesus. Now, Paul rejoiced in his writings, he says, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing. Show that at the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Hope, happiness, joy. That's Romans 15, 13. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is joy, as per the Word of God. Galatians 5, 22. You see, this joy that God gives us doesn't leave us when we shed tears. Paul shows us that we too, the two, can coexist together. In 2 Timothy 1.4, he said, As I remember your tears, I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. Hmm. You see, even when we encounter trials, James reminds us in James 1.2 that we're to count it all joy, my brothers, when we meet trials of various kinds. And we also remember Jesus saying in John 15.11 that these things he spoke to us that this joy may be in us and that our joy may be full. Okay, so happiness and joy go together, but joy is ever present even when we don't feel happy? Mm-hmm. So how do we obtain this joy? Well, joy comes from spending time with the Savior. Psalm 1611 says that we find joy in God's presence. If you find your joy running low, as I have felt from a moment to moment. I have lots of friends right now that are battling COVID. It makes me sad and sometimes I feel overwhelmed, but I cast my cares upon Him. And when I feel that my joy is running low because I don't feel happy due to the circumstances, I have to evaluate how much time am I spending with the Lord? And I understand that we are all busy. However, finding that time to sit before the Lord in His presence is very important. It is where we'll find that joy to keep us and get us through the dark places. Are you seeking Him? Are you spending time with Him? Let's, let's check our time management of our day. We have many things to do and sometimes we could get preoccupied with small things that are not necessary while we are doing things that are necessary. We need to manage our time. The Word of God says in Psalm 1611 that He will make known to us our path in life. And in His presence, there is a fullness of joy. And at the right hand, His right hand, are pleasures forevermore. Pleasures, yes, joy, yes, happiness, yes, even now. But all in all, I too have found that I've based my happiness upon happenings, meaning, um, have good things happened to me today? Bad things happened to me today? What happens when bad things happen? 
You see, joy never runs out. It can be found in the Lord. It is forever present. These things he has spoken to us that we may find joy in him and that our joy may be full. That's again, John 15, 11. The word of God in John 16, 22 says, we will have sorrow now, but we will see him again and our hearts will rejoice and no one can take that joy from us. Jesus assures us that no one is going to take our joy away. So let's not rob ourselves of the joy of the Lord. Let us spend time with him so that he may see us through our sadness. Yes, because happiness is there. Joy is there. The joy is always there. Happiness it depends on how we're looking at it. So let's point to the Lord. You see, joy is a permanent possession. Not a fleeting moment like happiness is. Jesus says to us, he says to us today that we might be sorrowful, but he will turn that sorrow into joy. So what do we do if we've lost our joy? I've been there. There was a time where I was in some darkness for a few years. Several things outside of myself contributed to my unhappiness. It brought me sorrow. It brought me tears. And while I was still worshiping the Lord, singing worship, leading worship, attending church twice a week, still all in all, I felt so many things outside myself that were contributing to my unhappiness that I had no natural control over. So I lost my joy. It took me into a deep, dark place where somehow, some way, I felt I couldn't get out of this. There are some things I did and lessons that I learned, which now I wanted to share with you. So what do we do if we lost our joy? Well, let's start by restoring the joy of our salvation. Yes, let's go back to basics. You see, our salvation brought us joy. Most of all right now, what brings me joy is sharing the gospel with you and sharing my experience so that you may know I understand what this feels like. Spending time with the one that gave us that salvation brings us joy. Being reminded of God's promises, as his word says, brings us joy. When our joy cup feels low, then we need to renew our minds. We need to renew our spirit and have the joy of our salvation restored. You see, God isn't against our happiness or no, but we can choose to have joy when happiness isn't possible at the moment. I also learned I had to do self-talk, not the talks the way the world does it with self-affirmations, but just as the Psalms, when David, David did a lot of self-talk, he'd say, oh, why are you cast down on my soul? He spoke to himself. And why are you disquieted within me? My hope. I'm going to add this, my trust, my joy, my happiness is in God. For I shall yet praise him. He shall yet praise him, even when he wasn't happy. And the help of my countenance and my God. Hmm. Psalm 42, 11, Psalm 43, 5. Sometimes we have the tendency of listening too much to our own self-talk. And we need to talk to ourselves based upon the scriptures and remind ourselves of the truth of what God's word says. Yes, these feelings you feel are real. They're real to me. However, God loves us. God is causing all things to work together for good. 
as it says in Romans 8.28. God has a purpose for everything in our lives, including our sadness, our unhappiness, and yes, or even our depression. And I didn't say it was God's depression. It's ours. It's the way we've processed things. It's something happened and we accepted it, received it, are living it in the natural. I understand. I've been there. But there's a way out. And what is true that God can draw us out immediately and is willing? There are times that that's not going to happen immediately. Therefore, I have learned that when I am still in an unhappy place, that God is still with me. He has a purpose. And he has always shown me what that is if I'm learning and willing to learn from it. Let's meditate on a scripture if you find you've lost your joy. And I would strongly encourage that. Even though I didn't feel whatever I wanted to feel at that moment, I still continue to read his word to feed my soul, to renew my spirit, so that I may stand strong and find my joy and peace in him a day at a time. I would strongly encourage you to pray with people who love Jesus. Oh yes, especially happy people, people who love Jesus. You see, cause misery loves company, but happiness loves company too. And the company you keep will affect you either in a negative or positive way. Also, start appreciating the little things around you and remember what God has done for you and be thankful. Yes, even in that unhappy place, be thankful even for the things you cannot yet see. Remind yourself that you are a child of God. I am a child of God. That there's no pointless suffering. That God is achieving something through our suffering. I know we don't understand, but trust me, trust God. Finally, remind yourself that these afflictions may seem heavy and like they're going to last forever. Oh my God, I understand. We all do. But the Apostle Paul, who knew a lot about affliction, called them light, light, and momentary. 2 Corinthians 4.17. In 2 Corinthians 1.4 says, it reminds us that God comforts us in all our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort those who are being afflicted. And James 1, 2, 3 says, consider it pure joy. Joy? My brothers and sisters, that whenever you face trials of many kinds, many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Ooh, trust me, the joy of the Lord will sustain you. God wants to remind us and remind you to place your hope and joy not on the circumstances around you. That will always be these things around us but we need to place our hope our joy our happiness on jesus christ is the author and perfecter of our faith there will never be a day that we will not be in some type of a trial the bible says the sorrow will come in the night but he also promises the joy will come in the morning psalm 40 16 reminds us may all who seek you speak god be happy and rejoice in you as well as all the passages in the Psalms about shout triumphantly, be happy, rejoice, rejoice out loud. So, in closing, happiness, joy, they do overlap. But remember, one is contingent upon our perspective on how we see it, and that would be the happiness. It can flip and flop. We can be happy in the natural one minute and not in the other, because we're looking at the reality of the situation. But if we look at God, who can handle and help us through that reality, 
In the midst of it, we will find joy because now our eyes are pointed towards him. Again, the author and finisher of our faith, our strength, our fortress in times of trouble, our healer, our deliverer, the one who loves us, the one who died for us. If you have not given your heart to Jesus Christ today, I urge you to do so, to find the joy in the Lord that only can come through him because life will bring us trials and tribulations and happiness yes it is contingent upon our circumstances because that is the way we perceive it but if we start seeing and perceiving our happiness based upon him the lord god almighty then we will see how happiness and joy overlaps we will feel both be intentional be intentional start with putting a smile on your face but it takes work we must do the work we must do the work and remember that the fullness of joy is inside of us we just need to tap into him and how can we do that by spending more time with him and by all the things i've mentioned i hope that anything i said today will help you and touch you and please consider yes supporting this podcast i would so appreciate it i thank you so much And as I always say at the end of every podcast, sigue adelante. Please check out my videos on YouTube under Adelante with Arlene. Leave your comments, leave your messages. Until next time, sigue adelante and God bless you.